You're listening to the Whistle Pulse podcast with me, Laura Hanlon, keeping your finger on the pulse with all the local info you need to know every Tuesday and Friday morning. Good morning. How are you doing at this time on your fun Tuesday morning? It's 8.03. Yeah. I did snooze my alarm. I went camping on Sunday night and yeah, you know, you never really sleep well, okay? Oh well. I hope you've had a wonderful weekend and you have a week's getting off to a great start. It's already Tuesday. Lots happening too and lots to let you know about, including probably a change in the weather. Mm-hmm. Although today, looking for a forecast of potentially 32 degrees around uh, yeah 5pm today. It's going to be another hot one. Kind of getting used to the 30s, but looking for cooler temperatures coming up this week. Uh, But mixed reports at this point. Some (laughs) earlier reports saying maybe even 16, 17 degrees come Friday with rain. Don't worry, Sally and Shem, it's not going to be that bad. At least I don't think it is anyway. It'll be cooler in the Alpine for a hike. Don't worry. But looking for cooler temperatures uh, to uh, come Thursday, really dropping down to the low 20s. Yeah, Apple weather predicting the teens. I don't know. Mixed reports here. We'll see. But mainly sunny today, tomorrow, and uh, and then back to temperatures in the mid-20s come sort of Sunday. But yeah, cooler temperatures between Thursday and Saturday this week. Here's hoping for a little bit of rain. We need it, gosh. But also potentially uh, smoke as well to really bother us. I'm looking at the webcams and there's quite a lot of haze this morning. There was yesterday out at Lillooet Lake and I'll get to that shortly. But uh, definitely, yeah, so the potential for more snow in our valley. So look out for that if affecting, or if it does get worse, affecting a lot more things. Hmm. Sunrise was at 17 minutes past five today, sets at 18 minutes past nine. What a beautiful sunset yesterday at the golden hour. Dusk was absolutely lovely. Loved walking around last, uh, last night. When I watered my greenhouse box, you know. But I'm having a look here um, at your road conditions well now after the weather because if you're listening this early in the morning and you're on the sea to sky heading towards Vancouver or potentially you're listening from Vancouver and heading up here, who knows? There has been an ugly ugly accident at the bottom of the Horseshoe Bay Hill and the highway has been stopped heading northbound. This was from 7.30 this morning. You can see on Drive BC there. Uh, Right lane is closed. This is around Inglewood Avenue. New and Ansel Place there in West Vancouver around Horseshoe Bay. Mm. Yesterday, the traffic was is single lane and alternating as they were putting down some bitumen and asphalt by Rainbow yesterday. Oh, it took us a solid half an hour to get through from Emerald through that intersection. Make sure you allocate lots of time for that road work ongoing right through until September. Not seeing anything too major as of yet. You you know what I have meant to check. Let me have a look here. Thanks for waiting. I just wanted to double check the status of Highway 1 and Highway 12 there. What with the potential for an update yesterday, but that forest fire still continues and there are road closures on Highway 1. That's between, uh, well, two kilometres south of Lytton towards Hope there. Road closure due to the forest fire between Ross Road and George Road that devastated poor Lytton. Uh, There's also a road closure as well due to the forest fire between Spencer's Bridge and Lytton. That road is closed. You've got to use Highway 1. 
Highway 8 or even a detour via Highway 5 as local residents um, are allowed up to George Road there. And obviously the BC wildfire and firefighting operations need those roads. So they are unusable. Highway 12, of course, as well, between Lillooet and Lytton still closed. So make sure you plan alternative routes if you are looking ahead to the interior. And that way the Duffy is still open to Lillooet. But yeah, heading further further away afield from there, make sure you double check the road conditions. The road is still open to Pavilion Lake and Marble Canyon and through that way of Highway 99. However, still people evacuating and, and moving <clears throat> through that community, through, through that area. So give it a wide berth and, and do a, yeah, go somewhere else. Definitely. So hiking is definitely all on. I told you on Friday that I thought the High Note and Half Note Trail would open, and they did on Saturday, the High Note and Half Note Trails off Whistler Peak. And you know what? If you're listening and you're a Whistler local, I know it's an extra 45 minutes to walk up Peakers and Matthews Traverse to the peak, but you know what? It saves the weekend crowds, and doing the High Note Trail will be so much quieter during the week. I did it last year, you know, what with the peak chair being closed. So there's an option for you for a great hike, but I did do this Cedar Summit Trail on Friday, didn't we, Phil? Had an absolute time. Love doing that trail because it's all uphill, well, practically. A lot of elevation gain, you know, uh, to get to that 950-meter gondola, uh, well, infrastructure at the top there for the Cedar Sky Gondola and this beer at the top. What's not to love? And then you save your legs on the way down. So lots and lots of hiking opportunities locally these days now. But uh, something I did want to tell you about, somebody's asking here on Whistler Summer about, uh, oh, she's new to Whistler. Uh, she's visiting. She's just wondering where she could swim without getting swimmer's itch. Brome Lake and asking if there was any live music tonight. Well, Nancy, somebody, uh, quite a lot of people chipped in, but somebody here saying that they swim in Alter Lake every day, but go deep. So start at the Blueberry or Alter Lake docks and dive and swim out towards the middle of the lake, then immediately towel dry and shower ASAP and you should be okay. Well, the last time I went in Alter Lake, I did exactly the same there, Michael, but I think maybe I'm just more susceptible, but I definitely towel down. I rinsed, then towel down immediately, but still got a couple, but... Oh, I can confirm. I popped it on the whist- on the Whistle Pulse's Instagram story this morning after being at Lillooet Lake. I'd heard the bugs were bad, but oh boy, they were brutal. Like, I'm talking middle of the day yesterday. Really bad. No wonder we were the only people camped there at Twin One. Everybody else pieced out super early. But hey, you know, you got it's Canada. You got to make of it what you can. And something amazing did happen where there was a, a, couldn't figure out what it was in the water. And it was like glass yesterday, right? Beautiful. And I look over and then I see some ears twitch, shaking off some bugs. And it was a deer. And we paddle boarded alongside Gabe this deer ample room it swam the width of Lillooet Lake from Twin One and the community of houses there over to the other side of the lake and ah, they say the grass is greener on the other side but it was heading to the fire zone from last year but really cool to see that deer just motor through that glassy lake yesterday I didn't take a photo but it did happen National Geographic worthy for us there yesterday so I hope you're getting out and about summer summer is short you know and the dry season is here which is 
is what the uh, Dan Raymond at Walker, their lead trail builder, is echoing those sentiments. Great photos, Dan, as always, and a superb write-up. But you're right that uh, it's just the beginning of fire season and dry season. So you're no longer Walker and no longer doing uh, volunteer nights, not at the minute. The trail nights are on hold. That's due to the fact, you know, using equipment is is very much, uh, it could be a potential trigger for fires. So they're doing a lot of work by taking water up to trails too and, uh, you know, sticking to morning repairs, that kind of thing. They spend the afternoon doing low-risk maintenance, you know, with loppers and pole saws to get rid of those eye-poking branches. They kill down when they're dry. Ah, that makes sense. Yeah. But uh, he found out a couple things about some trails here. They were working on Yummy Nummy uh, because a lot of people use that as an escape route out of Comfortably Numb. But they came across Phil and Scotty, some local trail pioneers who uh, who said that the trail is actually called Kicking It Numb. And uh, yeah, like lots of history there, especially as the fact uh, somebody called Cougar Milk, it was had been published as Corova Milk Bar. But uh, yeah, lots of, of trail signage for Dan to do there. But... Uh, he's also seen a lot of fire rings around the valley, which is super aggravating. We talked about it last week. You know, what with last week's heat wave, the disaster in Lytton. We should all be on edge. No fires, like whatever you do. No, and watch where you put your cigarette butts, of all things, too. Yeah, absolutely uh, terrifying, especially uh, in our town when you think about just one way in and out, really. Hmm. So thanks for your awesome bike reports, as always, Dan Raymond. You've been doing some clear tree clearing as well uh, as on comfortably numb too but there is a tree down across the riverside trail in Chequemus. but look out for shoulder height branches on the sides of single track mind as well great trail to climb and avoid the fire old but they will cut you up oh some overgrown vegetation as well on north secret uh alternative entrance there uh, but yeah a few other ones uh, very dry conditions on some trails including that one and along with duncan's aka it's business time in Chequemus, sandy and dry up to the AMPM exit. Mm. Oh, no, what was I just thinking there? Having read that. Oh, yeah. The the Cut Your Bars uh, trails are now open. That's right. All that area around the Nestor's Hill has been opened uh, after wildfire thinning for there. So lots of wildlife spotted there. And uh, yeah, really nice zone for, for post-work rides when you've got less time, right? So looking for Whistler events, some really uh, cool ones coming up actually, but something I really want to mention that is happening at the library tomorrow, that's the Whistler Community Services Outreach. Uh, being back at the library, there'll be an outreach worker there between 10 and 1 and 1 and 5. In fact, I believe it'll be two individuals. Yeah, you've got Erin Harrison Bray in the afternoon along with Dan Knox in the morning, providing people an opportunity for drop-in conversations. If you're struggling, you have things you really want to talk about, about the Whistler Community Services outreach workers are back at the library and they'll be there tomorrow between 10 and 5. Okay. Mm. Speaking of Whistler Community Services Society, let me get my notes here. They are now doing coffee and snacks again at the food bank. That's on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 1.30 till 4.30. And... Um, I really wanted to mention the new mural that has been unveiled on those 
very expensive toilets at Olympic Plaza, but a beautiful, beautiful mural from the community's very own Dave Petko, owner of Black Ohm Tattoos. It's a beautiful mural, Dave. Really dig it, what with the localized wildlife there too and the color scheme. It's it's really beautiful. So if you haven't checked it out already, it is, uh, yeah, on the Olympic Plaza. Very expensive washrooms. Mm, the first of four, but yeah. Well, what else did I want to mention today? A couple things, some other things to mention. Did you know that the Whistler Half Marathon is coming back? Uh huh. It's normally in June every year, but they're actually bringing it back under new sponsorship this year between October 9th and 11th. Well, 10th, really. You've got two opportunities to do the half marathon. This will be on the Thanksgiving weekend. So on the Sunday, Saturday and Sunday, you can do the half. On the Sunday, you can also do a 5 or 10K run as well. Yeah, cool. And speaking of stuff happening in October, by the way, Five Alarm Funk playing at the Commodore on October 2nd. Just saying. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to mention that the Whistler Excellence Awards are coming up. There was a tweet by uh, by Peak News Magazine. I messaged about that, about the finalists reacting to their Excellence uh, Awards nominations. And I wonder when the ceremony is. We'll have to find out about that. But uh, I'll give you more information on it. You can look into it too. Wait a minute. Thursday. Here we go. The award show will be taking place virtually on Thursday, September 16th uh, from the Whistler Chamber. Uh, there's a Formula E race coming to False Creek in 2022 for all the Formula fans. He's thinking of you, Neil. But I think that might be, yeah, that was the major kind of things I wanted to, to mention on today's show. But as always, if you have anything to mention, just shoot me an email at thewhistlepulse at gmail.com. I'd love to do the shout outs that you'd like about community events too, including the fact the Sunday concert series at The Point, that's on Alter Lake Road, is underway, well underway. Thank you so much to listener Isla for messaging this and getting it on the radar because spiritual warriors and courageous mountain rangers have already played this concert series. It's on Sundays and we've got four more events coming up. Little Earthquakes are going to be playing on July 18th this Sunday along with Doc Fingers, so some great soul and blues on July 25th. Susan Holden and Friends at August 22nd, along with Stephen Vogler and the West Coast Front. And that's tied in with his EP release as well. That'll be on August 29th. You can get tickets online and that's from 5 till 6 p.m. Advanced tickets are $15 or $30 with a light dinner. Thanks, Isla, for putting that on our radar. If you have anything, make sure you do. And are you thinking? I know people are. Thinking of a nomination that they might have for Be Vocal About a Local. Do you know someone who's just been so selfless recently and you want to pay it forward and reward them for just being an awesome human well we got you covered with some amazing prizing from picnic whistler an og picnic box trust me absolutely delicious work from amy max so if you're if you have someone in mind make sure you send through your nomination on email thewhistlepulse at gmail.com yeah or you know you can try instagram and facebook and all that just business but i don't have facebook messenger on my phone i like to keep it that way so email's best Got some great birthday shout outs today. Yeah, Ben Barrett, it's your birthday. Happy birthday, along with Peter Bailey as well, who I know must be uh, still coming to terms with the loss of the English game, England game, England Italy game, I should say, on Sunday. Oh, man. Yeah, it was, uh, well, you know, great to get to the final, right, Peter? Happy birthday. Hope you have a great one. Some great birthdays coming up too, along with Terry Clark's tomorrow. Happy birthday, Terry. Hope you have a wonderful day planned. 
Pepe Barajas. Well, he was skydiving the other day, but it's his birthday a couple of days from now. Along with, wait, I saw another one from this week. Well, James Terry's no longer in town. J-Rad, you've moved as well, Jared. But yeah, more birthdays coming up later this week. I'll give shout outs for on Thursday because I've got some amazing throwback facts for you from Stinkies on the Stroll. It's Harrison Ford's birthday. That's newsworthy for sure. He turned 79 today. That's super impressive. But going back to the 60s, how about the fact on this day in 1968, Black Sabbath played their first gig at a small backstreet blues club in Birmingham, England. I can't do my Brummie accent. Birmingham, England. Uh, yeah, I lived in Birmingham for three years. I went to university there, but nah, I didn't pick up the twang. But yeah, the first ever gig. Cool, eh? Along with the fact a year later on this day, July 13th in 1969, over 100 U.S. radio stations banned the Beatles' new single, which then was the ballad of John and Oko, due to the line, Christ, you know it ain't easy. Called it offensive. A hundred radio stations wouldn't play it. <laughs> yeah, it's some of the lyrics these days. You have no idea. The Rolling Stones played their first gig outside of London on this day in 1963. They appeared in Yorkshire in Middlesbrough, actually, at the Old Cove Club. I should say it's the Old Cove Club. And they supported the Hollies. Yeah. Wow. A little bit of history for you today. Hope you dig that. Along with, wait, there was a new, uh, a little bit to know. Did you know that Live Aid was on this day in 1985 at Wendy uh, Wembley Stadium? Do you know how much money it raised for African famine relief? $70 million. That was on this day in 1985. The first ever football World Cup competition began on this day in Uruguay in 1930. But in 1923... The Hollywood sign was officially dedicated in the hills above Hollywood, but it originally read Hollywood Land, if you didn't know that. But the last four letters, they were dropped after the renovation in 1949. Yeah, cool, eh? Well, lots of throwback facts. Oh, yes. Cheers, Stinky. Always killing it. And I've got a great track for you today. I'm really enjoying listening to some really cool summer African, like, house vibes, Afro beats from Niniola. Niniola's a Nigerian-born singer and songwriter, actually, and she collabs on this track. I really dig in that. I hope you're going to love with DJ Snake, who's from Paris. He's from France, but it's called Maradona Rhythm, and it is just such a cool summer vibe. I really hope you're into it. That sounds so, like, millennial, doesn't it? Such a cool summer vibe. But, uh, yeah, really good jam, really good Afro beats uh, with that house music with DJ Snake on it, too. So producing it, I should say. So, yeah, hope you enjoy that track. Uh, I got a choke for you. Just watered my pepper plant. It's looking pretty good. Why couldn't the green pepper practice archery? Because it didn't have an arrow. Wee. All right, all right. I'm going to wrap it up, team. I hope you have a phenomenal Tuesday. You enjoy those cooler temperatures coming our way. It's going to be a hot one today, so make sure you slip, slop, slap, stay hydrated, super crucial, and take bug spray because, oh boy, they are bad. Yours truly is a walking testament, my... Oh, and one other heads up, just uh, I've heard, I saw a little post this morning that the toadlets might be uh, on the move in a lot, in and around Lost Lake, which, by the way, I heard a little account from Lindsay this week. She did get swimmer's itch from that lake as well. So uh, plan ahead, folks, but also plan ahead for maybe some closures around Lost Lake for bikes and, uh, and cars. What with the toadlets on the move? Happy Tuesday. <laughs> The Whistle Pulse podcast is here for you every Tuesday and Friday morning in the summer at around 8.15ish and is sponsored by Stinkies on the Stroll. Strolling down for all your hunger, thirst, sporting and apres needs.